Adam, okay. when you were playing Monster Hunter, you used dual blades and what else? Switch axe? Um, well, Jamal, here's the thing. I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bro, we haven't touched that game since Christmas or before that. Yeah, it was around Christmas. How much is the DLC? I imagine 30. I don't um, know for sure, though. I'm going to say it's going to be like 24 to 30. But the the original DLC was free. Sorry, everything what? everything up until this point was free. Was there an echo? Like, no. Like, no. Uh, let's see. It's gonna be <clears throat> forty. Eesh, that's a little steep. If I get back into the game and I start to enjoy it more. <laughs> <coughs> They're, they're gonna stu- if if it's forty, they're gonna stuff it stuff it with content. There's they no have way. to. Oh no, they yeah, it's basically gonna be like how Iceborne was. It's basically a new. It's basically because what they usually do with Monster Hunter is that instead of doing like a DLC like how they did with Sunbreak and Ice World, they made a whole new game. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ice Iceborne is like a brand new game. It's it's. Definitely its own thing. <laughs> so that's what. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, with the, I'm pretty sure they're bringing us to an all new place mm-hmm. that we ha- that we've been to in past Monster Hunter no, games. I'm a, pretty sure. No, this is a new area. In it's, general, it's all new. Period. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I thought that that uh, that it was referencing uh, past Monster Hunter games because they brought in the other hunters, right? No, these are just other hunters. New hunters? Yeah. Oh, bet, 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 bet. I thought those those were past monster hunters. Mm-mm. That's interesting. That's a whole new game, dog. New content. Some old monsters will return. Some variants of old monsters will come in. <laughs> Seems like we have iconic three new monsters, but there may be uh, there may be also some more new monsters that we don't know about. Jamal, how many Monster Hunter games have you played? I have owned, um, let's see, Monster Hunter 4, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, Monster Hunter Generations, Monster Hunter World, and then Monster Hunter Rise. So, four? That's five. Oh, that's five. Okay. I I was trying to... No, I got Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate, but I didn't really play long because it wasn't multiplayer, so that was a blower. But that was like the first time i got like a taste of monster hunter because i tried to demo in a gamestop one time <laughs> and the only reason i i tried it before but the only reason i even got it because Devonte wanted to get it but it wasn't multiplayer so then we just didn't really go any further after that guys fortnite and i cannot believe i'm saying this fortnite is so much fun now without the building like when i tell you this is like game changing like i actually got a win solo for the first time in my life oh okay go like, ahead go ahead I, I june you... 24th is the date uh for the for the capcom collection yes and it's only 40 bucks i just wanted to bring that up but um the yeah, fact that fortnite that. yeah that might be the move right mm-hmm. <laughs> for y'all i'll be getting some break when that comes out in like six days later Mm, true. <laughs> true 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 um 
but uh anyway but the fact that you're hopping back into to Fortnite is crazy how when's the last time that you even played that literally so it tells you it literally said 696 days in between me playing it last (laughs) yeah that wasn't like a guess like i was serious because it literally tells you on your uh like the career tab in the main Mm. menu and the only reason i even got on 696 days ago was for the travis scott Fortnite concert so like i didn't even play like i was just there to watch (laughs) that lines up yeah Yeah, i um it might be 700 to be honest i'm like considering maybe just going in for a game and playing it with uh whoever still has it downloaded but you know it's it's not um it's not a mystery that i've kind of like sworn off battle royales like if there's one thing that that we've come to discover about me and in, in gaming is that battle royales are a fucking cancer why do you hate them so much because man it's just a fucking it's another trend it's another fucking trend okay Elden ring is a trend no it's not that 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 genre of games is not a trend battle royales i don't see them as a trend anymore because now it's been it's been a number of years and like they're still going strong if it was like a two three year thing then i'll be like okay but I don't remember when Fortnite and PUBG like originally launched. It's been at least five years now. It has to. It has to be, right? I don't know. At least. Okay. That's at least. It, I'm pretty sure. It's 2017. Been- Fortnite came out in 2017. It is now 2022. And, you know, we're still here. Yeah, it's just it, it's lame in my opinion. But other people like them. It is what it is. Like, I'm not going to say that you're that you're stupid for liking a battle royale. <laughs> I don't. I the thing is, I don't even play battle royale. Can we like say that? that? No, I'm not, I'm not saying it to you. I'm saying oh, you mean like in general? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. like, um, no, I will say they did try to oversaturate it, and too many too many game companies try to jump on it. Like the Super Mario battle royale. The I think there's a Pac Man one. Like they just tried to shoehorn it. Into too many uh franchises oh yeah there's a pac-man one there's a there's a mario one there's a a bunch of them dude there's the tetris one that's what i'm saying like those are a little much like you don't have to shoehorn it into like bro tetris tetris really but it's cool though it is cool it is cool doing a a limited battle royale in like a game where it's like you, I could see a Tetris battle royale just being a fun thing because who the fuck associates that with Tetris, you know? Right. When a shooter like that it wasn't originally a battle royale design game becomes a battle royale, it's just like, oh, okay, so you guys are just appeasing to what's popular. And like, Call of Duty was one of the first ones to latch onto the trend of battle royale. Right. Um, like, not saying that they were the first battle royale. That's not what I'm saying. Obviously, they weren't. But when they started seeing how big Fortnite and PUBG um, and uh, Daisy and all those uh, battle royale, or uh, not Daisy, but like there's one with that engine. I can't remember. What, I think PUBG, PUBG is the one that Daisy is uh, based on. Or yeah, PUBG was the original. Right. If I'm anyway, not mistaken. So what I'm saying is that like Call of Duty, when they were like, oh, guess what? We're also gonna have a battle royale. It's like. Okay, well, why can't can we just like keep playing War uh, uh, Team Deathmatch instead of Warzone? That'd be fucking sick. And you can, but everyone fucking plays Warzone, and it's really annoying. No, like I understand what you mean. Like there was a, like what I'm saying is the the 
the franchises that didn't keep the battle royale like in their main games like if you're making spinoffs and adding a battle royale segment that is a trend that needs to die but for a game like call of duty that i mean in implementing a battle royale system in that type of game easy if they did it in halo easy i, I don't think uh um, three four three or country or weapons in charge would do it but i want to talk about halo uh but well i'll i'll come off of this uh battle royale discussion when we finish it and then start my topic no that's was i mean that was pretty much it like my point was bro get on the game just play one round of fortnite and oh, just just see see how different it feels i don't know if it's still doing the no no build mode it's it's a limited back. mode but i th- right. I'm, i don't know if they're gonna keep it they should if they, they said want. it was nine days um the first time i played it was last sunday there, there's I don't remember a... if that was the first day though there's rumors that it's gonna stay like it's gonna stay as a mode itself it yeah, should. the data miners found it it, it, it should. should stay it should stay because the building became so fucking broken and just ruined the game on top of all the other wacky dumb shit that Fortnite incorporated in their into the game so, okay so the last thing i want to say about Fortnite is that like if they want to keep the fucking og players around that like started when the game came out where building wasn't the main mechanic like it was it was a draw but it wasn't so fucking broken to the point where you can just win because you're a good builder right like you don't have to fucking like aim at people you know like those people want to play the game because it can be a fun game at its core but without the with the building it's just unfair um so you want to keep fucking players around and if you want to keep or if you want to get a guy like me who kind of swore off battle royales partially because of Fortnite in the building to come back then keep that fucking mode then i'll give it a shot i i can't see any like logical reason for them to now take it out now that people have experienced it they enjoy it like it's brought people back to the game myself it rejuvenated the game right no no honestly it rejuvenated the game well good on them then and it expands the community you know, a lot of people who haven't played Fortnite in years jumped back and started enjoying themselves because of the gameplay tweaks. Yeah, And they added, like, you know, uh, they changed, like, the sprinting mechanic. There's, like, a slide mechanic, like how there is in, uh, you know, other shooters. It, it just feels good to play. Um, we mentioned Halo, and uh, I kind of want to have a brief discussion about it um, in regards to how far that fucking game has fallen off because there was an episode that we did a while back where i was ranting on and on about fucking halo right and i was all about it mostly like a good 40 minutes on it mainly about the campaign and rightfully so when it came out it was you know it deserved a bunch of praise um but in terms of like what the future holds for the game it's It's been crickets right it's yeah it's they've essentially gone dark um yeah i haven't really heard any news whatsoever. in regards to the campaign um you know there were a ton of theories about like where it goes from here we know that they're supposed to be uh supporting the game for the next like nine and a half ten years um and you'd think that in that time frame they would provide us some sort of fraction of a roadmap both for the campaign and the multiplayer um but no we haven't heard shit 
Like we don't know if there's DLC coming this year, next year, fucking in the next five years. Uh, we don't know if there's going to be ad any add-ons, whether they're paid or free. We just don't know. The game, you can't keep on playing the game. There's Once you find everything, you find everything. It doesn't keep evolving. Right. Um, and then in regards to the multiplayer, uh, they have dropped the ball severely. And this has been going on for the what's past the, you know, What's going on with the live team? Talk to us, Adam. What do you mean? Like, yeah. Okay. So first things first, um, the progression system in the game has been dog shit um pretty much ever since it came out um obviously you can pay for cosmetics and yada yada fucking classic of course um but on top of that like they make it pretty difficult to fucking max out like events uh like let's say there's 10 ranks in, in, a, in an event you have to, you probably have to play like 20 plus hours 25 hours to get all 10 ranks which yeah. is ridiculous because like yeah the the event will be around for uh like two weeks or something like that but like i'm not gonna just play the same the same fucking game mode for five days in a row you you like, have to I, make a schedule around it i'm some i'm sure some people have like i, I know micah told me that he grinded out for this one fucking like uh <clears throat> you know, suit of armor or whatever the fuck and i was like why why was it worth it he was like yeah dude look at it i'm like i, I don't care I, I, i'll be <laughs> honest it doesn't affect me at all um and again, this is just my opinion. Some people are probably going to differ. That's fine. But you can't deny that like the progression system system is fucking horseshit. Um, and they they don't like upgrade it. It's all the same shit. You get an upgrade, like you can boost your XP fucking every 10 or so ranks or something like that. Um, and then in between there, you get little uh, cosmetic add-ons that you can apply, but you don't know where they are unless you like dig through your fucking menu. And it's just not uh, user friendly, like almost at all. Um, so they haven't really improved on that. And back to the roadmap, they they haven't like given us any info on like when certain game types are going to be added. For for example, infection, that's one of like the the most popular game modes in Halo history, starting with Halo Three. And they, you know, there were rumors circulating that that would be added to the game, but haven't heard shit in the past like three months um also there's no forge still no forge really um, which is donkey dicks um and guess what no roadmap on when that's gonna fucking come out and you know that that's weird because for a game this big like this is hey uh this is xbox's like prime uh what's the word prime franchise like they built their business off the backs of halo well, not Microsoft, but the Xbox itself. So, like, for them to not really be consistent with the news and not update it is—it's surprising, shocking, even to right. be honest. Because it's like, come on now, Grand Theft Auto is on its ninth year. GTA Five is on its ninth year of like updates, and I know Chris wanted to bring this up too. So I feel like this is a good transition to that. But it's like how are you i don't understand like how are you not where's the planning and it's not like they announced like a conference or something where we can see what's going on next like i don't know i don't know man halo the, this whole launch window of halo has been very iffy 
once you well, like it, it, they, they did a pretty solid job <clears throat> when the multiplayer was free and they came out with the campaign and every they were riding high um and then they went the fucking route of microtransactions and then they were getting a lot of flack for it and then 343 came out and they're like like hey we, we understand like we're, we're not you know we don't want to scam you guys like we care about this franchise and they promised to do better and then just didn't do anything like at that point just keep doing what you're doing make us mad but at the very least you're getting some attention mm -hmm. like you're gonna keep eyes on your product but then just going dark and fucking barely supporting the game not adding new game modes not still not adding forge uh no update on the campaign um just kind of letting it be and letting it like simmer down and i i haven't looked at the numbers it's like the recently. worst thing you can do in this like yeah, in this era of gaming, going dark from a news standpoint is not what you want. Yeah, in a live service game, you do not want to. You do not want to go dark, especially given that Halo Infinite came out six years after Halo Five. Now, and it came out a year late too after yes, the exactly. delay. What? What? Like, like, like my whole thing is, I, I, I just want to chime in a little bit. My whole thing is, how are you going to have the year delay? And then still not be ready and still not have your content map and still not have shit like like it was just like, oh, we we uh we 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 uh we dropped the game, we can excel, it's all good, we're good. Mm -hmm. They're worried about the show now. I don't even know if this is the same team working on it, but like I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't think I don't think 343 is involved in the making of the show. Crazy. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like, dude. You're you have one of the biggest franchises in gaming history underneath your belt right now, and you're history. Not, you're doing shit with it. Bungie um, would never. And if you look back, uh, you know, five and a half years ago when Halo Five launched, um, like the launch was messy. They, I think, it launched with like fucking less than a handful of game modes. Um, but I think after about two three months after launch they provided the the public with a roadmap of what was coming right and, and then eventually it became a serviceable game i'm still i wasn't a huge fan of it after you know so long but they were they uh, they added in different game modes they were transparent for the most part after uh you know kind of fumbling the the bag similar to how three four three three is doing again with this game but the difference is this is supposed to be your 10, 10 year fucking project. Um, and you haven't supported it since launch. Sure. In the, in the grand scheme of things, 10 years compared to how long has it been since it launched, like four, four and a half months or something like that. Nah, but even so like, yeah, sure. 10 years, but like, who's going to care year two, if nobody heard anything all throughout year one. Yeah, I, I, like just, it, I don't know, man. I'm not sure what they're what they're thinking over there. Um, I'm hoping that they give us something this year, but you know, we'll see. As of right, the battle now, royale mode is coming. I'm telling you, that's how they're gonna listen. Listen, Adam, that is how they're gonna preserve, and that's how they're gonna keep people occupied for a whole year while they try to need a battle royale. Though. I, There's so many, doesn't. though. You're right. There's so it, many. Like, you're absolutely right. But everybody are they gonna always wants to get, everyone always wants to get on the new one. It, it, but no, people want to get on Halo with the ma with the maps and game modes that they want. They're tired of fucking playing the same one or two maps for a big team battle. You're if absolutely big, right. If big team battle even works, which 
for, I don't know if it, I haven't played the fucking game because it's, it's boring now. And now and like, Elden Ring has grasped your attention more than Halo. Absolutely. As it should. Because it doesn't end. It's the fucking never ending story of video it's the It's the game that keeps on giving. It really is. And, you know, we can go on about that, but we've already done that several times. Um, Gushed. But if there's, Gushed anything, over the damn game. if there's anything I can say directly to 343, it's that, dude, we want, we want to give you money. We want to play the game, but you're not letting us give you money. Help me help you. And you're not doing that. So until then, I'll be playing Elden Ring. I don't know, man. Losing a player base, losing a player base, and trying to get it back. It, not a lot of companies can make that uh, that transition. You know, you know, one company who could, who can and does it all the time, but is is quickly losing all of their goodwill. Please tell me it's Rockstar. Oh, it's Rockstar, baby. Yeah, man. Talk about it. What in the fuck are they doing? Why is it that when I am scrolling through the little bit of Twitter that I scroll through every once in a while, that I see that these motherfuckers are putting out GTA Plus? What the fuck is a GTA Plus, Wolpe? Jamal, what the fuck is a GTA Plus? Dude, I don't know. It just sounds like some glorified premium Grand Theft Auto Online, which I thought they released for free. So I, I, I'm, I, yes, I, I want, I want to let you guys know exactly what the fuck it is. It's all, it's content that they already have in the game that's overpriced. That's, uh, you know, that anybody who plays the game regularly should already fucking have, but they're reselling it to you at five dollars a fucking month, and it's amazing to me. I'm like, okay. I get that it's been your cash cow. I get that. No, you know, not a you, cash cow, bro. It's been a cash farm. No, they get, are I milking it. I understand. Raw by the udder. Like, damn, no, relax. They, they literally dropped Red Dead 2 by the wayside. No uh, one bu- even knows bu- what Red bully, Dead is Bully anymore. 2 was, was in, the, in the works, and then they dropped that shit. It's Never, like, bro, it's Never like, coming out. I I. I don't understand. I understand that, um, you know, you want the big money, but what about the nickels and dimes, bro? What happened to the fucking nickels and dimes? Damn. Can we, can we get the manhunts anymore? Can we get the, can we get the fucking, uh, instead of you fucking nickeling, diming us for, for GTA for the rest of fucking time? Give me a second, Chris. So for those of you who are uninitiated, um, GTA Plus is a service that is available to those who own the new PS5 and Xbox Series X remasters of GTA Online and gives them access to a bunch of monthly benefits. For $5.99 a month, GTA Plus members will get $500,000 of in-game money and access to new properties, vehicles, and other in-game items. These are probably items that, like you said, were already in the game. Um, oh, yeah, there it is. All of these items are available to everyone. GTA Plus members just get them at no extra cost. It's more of a booster pack, offering a shortcut for newer players or those who don't want to grind for more expensive items. This is what got EA in hot water with that uh, Star Wars Battlefront shit. It was mm-hmm. like, hey, you don't want to play You don't want to play the game? Fine. Buy all the things you can unlock. They're, they're losing. It's play to win. Hmm? It's play to win. 
Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. or no, pay to win, not play to win, pay to win. Yeah, and it's like you guys are losing like the essence of what gaming was all about. Like that what, sense of what even made GTA popular, which is the fucking story. Which we haven't gotten the GTA story in now yes. over 10 years. Yeah. Back, back off the mic. Right. Getting, <laughs> getting excited, man. Yeah, you, you can yell from where you are. You can still be sorry. <laughs> you know, just a little hashtag back off the mic. Um, and I feel like the reason they they even have to do this is because GTA has like GTA Online has become so big and so convoluted that if you if you were a new player and you jumped into the older version of uh, GTA Online, like the, the PS4 versions, you would be so inundated with calls telling you to buy this, buy this, uh, go here to start this type of mission that isn't really a story mission, but it's just a way to get you to uh, do the content. Like you would be so overwhelmed. You literally wouldn't know where to start. I, for some reason, I still like get the itch to play Grand Theft Auto and I'll like jump on every, you know, once, like in once a, a month. Yeah, man, once in a month, just to see what happens. And as soon as I get in my car and I start driving and I get the phone calls and there's so much shit on the map. And I realize that every mission is just a glorified, hey, pick this up, drop this off here, try not to die. Yeah. And everybody and their mother is trying to kill you while Everybody's you're trying, trying to, to do it. Yeah, And like the heists, which get you the most money you can't do them by yourself. The the people that you try to play with are idiots unless you have friends that I don't know, man. It's just the the game is so flawed. And and notice how they they only did the console versions uh with this GTA plus bullshit because the PC version is fucked and and everybody fucking hacks that to fuck and and can can get your fucking IP address from you playing that game online but yeah. uh but they don't oh, even touch they don't even touch the steam version man because they know su- we're supposed to just hand you over our wallet though but you haven't fixed your fucking servers or your back end like this is the shit that i that, that i don't i can't get behind this is the the exact shit that i can't get behind like there was there was rumors uh a little while ago of them remaking the entire red Red Dead 1 in Red Dead 2 because they already had started and get it for I'm sorry. Spoilers for, the, uh... for, for a four or five yeah, yeah, year old yeah. game. Now um the, the end of that game, <laughs> you you play as John Marston again. Mm-hmm. Um and they sh- they sh- to- again, they totally should have done that. They totally should have rolled out Mexico for the online version of that game, but again, leave that by the wayside. Because the cash cow that GTA Online is, right? Fuck GTA Online. I'm done. Nah, honestly, like, and I think I, I asked this a few weeks ago. Rockstar has become too big to fail, yes? Yes. Because, like... But but it, it's it's amazing because they keep they keep fumbling the bag, dog. They, they did it with the fucking trilogy. Like, like they just put out a piece of... of of polished garbage, bro. It was it was polished garbage, and that they are still trying to fix to this day, mind you. They still haven't completely fixed that shit. So Rockstar used to have like such a such a range, man. They reputation. made Max Payne too, right? Yes. Max Payne is a Rockstar thing. When, yes. when they had Max Payne, they had Bully, they had Red Dead, they had a few GTA games. Like 
they they were on top of the world lauded for their the game design the the wealth of things that you could do and now to see how far they fall in to just kind of hey give us some money and we'll <laughs> we'll sprinkle you some cars like, that's exactly what they are it's it's yeah, i don't know what's going it's on it's sad now. it's sad it's sad to see and someone needs to someone needs to grab uh, whoever's directing all of this by the neck and just force them to play like the original Vice City and the original San Andreas and be like, look how fun this used to be. Mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto Online is not fun. It is a job. It's a chore. It is a, it's a chore to play. You know, no you know what is fun? What's fun? Listening to the Otaku Street Podcast. favorite place for anime and video game discourse this is adam we're here with Whoopi, chris and jamal finally the anime talk <laughs> it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood you know it's funny I, I was looking to see when when i could like jump in and do the intro let me tell you all about some anime news i pray i shared it in the group chat so even though none of y'all seen it i'm still going to share just in case people that ha- are listening have seen it Goblin Slayer Season 2 has got a first teaser visual, and it looks sick. Then we got Dr. Stone, which Chris needs to catch up on Season 2 on. The mm-hmm, special mm-hmm. comes out. This is this is going to be canon. Even though it says special, it is canon. Just because I did read a little bit past. Is it a movie? No. It's just a show. Okay. And that comes out in July. And then the Rising of the Shield hero got a new trailer. And remember, that comes out on April 6th. So mm-hmm, it comes out mm-hmm. pretty soon. Is is uh we so pretty soon we're gonna have to vote on our next show is is uh, that's definitely in the hat. I want you guys to know that I am putting that in the hat if nobody else does. I'm putting it in the oh, hat. Doctor Stone. No, Rising of the Shield Hero season two. Oh no, no, I thought that. I mean, I I I thought that was it. That's what I thought too. I, that's what I'm saying. Like after this, we're like waiting on we, Adam. Didn't, we didn't vote, but at, and Adam has to uh has to you know fast forward and watch 24 episodes so adam you're gonna love it bro you you, you love rpgs you are you really this adam, is i'm swear telling to, you swear I'm to god telling you it's like it's like final fantasy the show swear to god watch it honestly like that's not even an exaggeration yeah it's it's it could it could be a, a branch of the final fantasy universe you would never fucking know well i also want us to watch ranking of kings you want to do a you want to do a double not necessarily a double but like i feel because i want to watch that show i'm just i'm not going to watch it unless like i have a reason to and i've i've heard from multiple sources that it's very good and i've seen a first the first two or three episodes and it is pretty entertaining but i think the biggest draw is like uh, maybe not the biggest, but a huge draw, huge draw is the animation of it. Mm. Um, yeah, the animation is very. I don't know how to describe it. It's really clean, but it's a little different than traditional animes or what we're used to. I don't know. It's, it's and, a little like the, it's a little the, more the, bubbly. Yeah, it's is, weird, but uh, it's good. Is the whole season out already, or is it uh, still mid season? Uh, I think it's nearing the. Uh, and I think no, I think it's like mid. 
Oh really? I don't I thought, know if it's all out. I thought uh, I, th- I don't know. I could be wrong. I think it's all. I think it's about to be all out. I'm not 100 percent sure. Oh, well, Google is our friend. We, Let's find out. You guys. In any case, I was thinking, Adam. I like your idea. Do you want to do um, uh, a season uh, or a season review? A whole a whole episode dedicated to it. Sure, we can do that. Honestly, we could do it as a filler. Adam, I love how we both did that at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Even that Chris one, noticed. That was it's one. Fine. In any case, on the episode. We both won one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so you know, next season it's sounding like we're gonna get some uh, Rising of the Shield Hero season two. Mm. Um, and uh, if you guys are into that, then you got uh, you got a lot of fun shit coming your way. And I'm going in blind, so you're gonna get some genuine reactions from me. Um, I think the last episode came out two days ago of this season oh that's awesome then we can definitely do a season of review cool bet, bet, bet. but honestly honestly i'm very much leaning towards rising of the shield hero being like our you know our next show adam i need ugh, i don't know so man. that's your assignment adam you have to watch the the show like you have to now we just kid we just kidnap adam and then just have him just force him to watch it just use the fucking like forceps or whatever on my eye. Yeah, like just tape his eyes open and just like keep him awake until he finishes all, was it 26, 24 episodes? Yeah, it's like 26 or 24. You're, you're right. You're right there. Oh, and we'll pay. I think, well, I, I think you told you we'll pay. I don't know. I told either you or Chris. So the Rising Shield Hero season two is only going to have 13 episodes this season. Bet. That's digestible. Exactly. Uh, you know, I'm not mad at it because it's week to week. Exactly. Yeah. If it was just a 13 episode binge, I'd be a little disappointed, but I'm cool with that. Good, good, good. And I don't like, I don't know anything about the, uh, like, I don't know anything about the manga or it, it's not a manga, right? It's a, uh, a light novel. Yes, light novel. I don't know any spoilers. I've managed to avoid everything. It's going to be completely fresh. It's kind of hard to really see spoilers. I mean, the only time you're going to see spoilers is someone talks about it in the comments. You're not usually going to see a video of people talking about what's going to happen for something no, that deters in a light novel. Right, but like you'll see, like I like I told you, when I get on the, uh, the Otaku Street Twitter and like just randomly I'll see Demon Slayer's uh, spoilers. I'm just like, damn, man. I mean, like, I don't even follow these people. Oh, no, I'm just hip. Random spoilers that they just provided for me. But see, the, the reason the is that their, uh, the reason is that's a manga, a light novel. You not at least in my experience, I hardly ever see someone talking about a light novel unless you're really going through the comments and you see someone mention something. But even right. then, it's it's a very light spoiler, unlike manga spoilers, where somebody will just blade up say like something that a big mystery that's part of the story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to see what the Chris was that you? <laughs> yeah. I'm on that. That was that was a stretch. I'm excited to see what the new um opening theme music for the Rising Shield Hero is gonna be. Since oh, the first yeah. one was so hot. No. The first two yeah. were so hot. <laughs> Adam, I think you just need to watch like the intro. I think we Why had not? him watch it. Have you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good intro. If, the intro. if the intro doesn't get you hype, I mean, nothing will. I don't know what else to tell you. 
I'm just gonna think of it as uh as like an RPG, like I'm playing it. Yeah, as, just do that. Just trust me. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Like the visual effects, like it's just it it it's ready made to be a video game. Literally, like all of all of it is there. I also gotta watch uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. I was gonna bring that up. That movie. Uh, we can Jamal, all watch that already, movie, right? Did you already go see it? Yep. I know Jamal probably would. I did. I asked, I asked if you guys wanted to see You guys say you're busy, so I went to see I saw it Friday. Couldn't you wait? If you guys didn't say what day you were free, I wasn't going to ask, so then I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to go to see it. Again, why don't you just ask? You could just, or you could say when you're free to see it. Oh, my. You gave one day for an option, and then we're just supposed <laughs> to say, oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're yep. free on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and <laughs> because I didn't because I didn't know when I was going to go see it. I just happened to chose Friday that same day. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go see it. J- Jamal, I'm only free on Saturdays now. Jamal, I don't know if you can see me right now since your since your Zoom's fucked up, but I'll, I'm giving myself the finger. I see it. I, just I see. It, I see it clear, Chris. I see that finger. <laughs> <laughs> I can go see it again. Don't worry. Jamal, no, man. Why? Why not? Well, because you all can go see it then. Uh, I think I'll say it again. That's not <laughs> fun. <laughs> That's not fun. We could have all seen stuff. it to the, the first time together, Jamal. <laughs> you ruined it. Uh, ruined. Well... Anime movies don't stay in theaters that long, so that's why I was like, oh, I'm gonna see it now. Uh, how was like was the theater packed when you went? No, I it was like, no, it wasn't packed. That's all I gotta say. It wasn't packed okay. in the least. So you know, it didn't really have like the energy that a Demon Slayer or. Well, whenever I see a movie, I don't see it when like it's all packed. The only movie I saw when it was packed was maybe Broly. I regret not seeing that one in theaters. I would have gone crazy. Broly or Sword Art Online Progressive. One of those two, I think I saw when it was packed. How did you watch that? You watched it on your phone? No, I watched it on my uh, on my laptop. Allegedly. Mm. I, I took a day. Oh, yeah, allegedly. I found mm. the alleged website and watched the alleged stream. It was allegedly amazing. Even on the small screen? Oh, it, it was. I think if I had seen it, I said this before. If I'd seen it in theaters, I probably would have had a seizure with all the the lights. Wait, like it, it, it got to be too lights. much. Quick, it got to be way too much. Quick PSA: Today, March twenty eighth is well, no, tomorrow I guess or today will be what? well, no. So tomorrow will be the twentieth anniversary of when Kingdom Hearts got launched for the PS two. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. Jesus Christ. Are you trying to make us feel old? Oh, God. If so, he succeeded because I'm disgusted. The 20th anniversary. 20 years. Kingdom Hearts tomorrow when Kingdom Hearts got launched on the PS2. Damn, that makes me want to go back and finish my journey. Kingdom Hearts 3. Again. I remember watching when uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 got announced and seeing people like cry. Oh, their like, reactions? Literally. Right, right. Yes. I lost my shit too. I, had, I, was, I, I was there. I was also crying. 
<laughs> it's like this is too good to be true like what? it's too good to be true and then the game came out and it was great but it still lacked but it was it was great you know i think i think after was... a while the combat was extremely fun but uh you know that uh what's that mechanic with the with the rides i know you're talking about the attractions like, yes. yeah that... i turned i turned that on oh no yeah. yeah it gets yeah that's i mean it makes the game it easier and easy. it's yeah and it's also very like boring do i track very, it? yeah no, no, okay. I like it and it caused slowdown for me because i'm playing on xbox one so um what was your guys's favorite world from uh uh kingdom hearts 3 uh the one that cowboy bebop is in oh uh fuck <laughs> it big hero 6 <laughs> what is that what you're talking about i said cowboy bebop I think he's trying to do a transition. Oh, I thought you were talking about like, oh, the city fucking is futuristic or whatever. No, no. Oh. I was trying to transition back because we... That was so <laughs> lazy. Listen, no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. <laughs> if I... If I... All right, all right, all right. All right, just answer the goddamn question and we'll go back. Um... I do like the Big Hero Six world. The Pirates of the yeah. Caribbean world is really great because mm-hmm. it was basically Assassin's Creed Black Flag, essentially, and it looked really good. Like the way they changed the art style, I really that world's really big too. Yes, yes. it's massive. Um, I like the Monsters Inc. world too. I, I feel like they could have done more than just the factory, but I really yes. enjoyed that. I enjoyed right. the fights. Good choice. Will pay goes Monsters Inc. Chris, what's your favorite world so far? Big Hero. I'm gonna say Big Hero Six. Uh, I, I, that that world was fucking huge as well, and then yeah, uh, it was futuristic. I liked it. Yeah, the big city thing is something that they haven't done in Kingdom Hearts, except for like World That Never Was, and I don't mm. think that counts. Right, Jamal, what's yours? I'll probably say the Pirates of the Caribbean world, but my second will probably be Rapunzel's world or Tangle's world. I forgot what it's actually mm. called. Tangled, yeah. No, oh, yeah, tangled. My, I, I think mine was um, Toy Story. Toy Story mm-hmm. was good too. Toy Story when you're in the uh, in like the mall or whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I go same. back and I do those. Uh, you know the little blue spiky balls where it's like a a battle thing. I go back to the Toy Story run all the time. Well, because I, uh, I could start Kingdom Hearts three over. And the still enjoy the, it. the Easter eggs in that world were pretty dope too. Like, there's not you know an abundance of them, but you could see the uh. The toy of the guy that like um, the uh, the anime dude at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Yozora or whatever. Yozora, what? Yeah, he's a he's a toy uh, in that because he's part of the video game or whatever. Um, he's a toy in that fucking world, and I was like, that's pretty neat. You but, know, I still haven't done that part. I I never beat the DLC. Now that I think about it. Yeah, or the yeah DLC. Not the it's it's extremely difficult. Yeah, well, I only played it on like normal, so it wasn't that and bad. It's oh, wait, did you finish it? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Well, I, I think I already started playing it on critical, so it's like, well, if you can't beat this boss without getting hit twice, then well, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm gonna do about it. Question: Would you guys download your conscience to the internet? Absolutely no. not. You wouldn't. Absolutely. So, what if you bought a game? And then your conscience got was being copied and got uploaded to like the internet, like through the Oculus. Yes, like what how it happened. Mean, like what, how it happened. Gonna do? Yeah, like how like how it happened in Cowboy <laughs> Bebop. I don't know, man. I think I'm just gonna. I would give up. 
It sounds like dot hack or some shit. Right. You know, I always heard about that show. I just never actually watched it. It's actually a decent show. And the games aren't bad. The games Adam are hates them. What? At, you used to hate them when we were kids. No, if, I didn't hate it. I was just like, what the fuck is this game? How do we play this game? Dot it hack, it, it, it was that? extremely hard as a child for no reason. Yeah. It's difficult as a bitch, but <laughs> it looked good. The 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 remakes uh they had them out for like five bucks on um or they like remastered it so I I copped it but I haven't I haven't delved into it because there's too much to play nice so today we are doing episodes it's twenty three and twenty four right yes yeah twenty four episodes twenty three and twenty four of Otaku Street um Jamal get the timer oh wait you can't see you I'll get the timer ready you don't have to see me to pour the timer. Well, I like putting the timer up in the screen. Don't hold the... Yeah, don't do that. It flusters me. Because it fucks with people. That's why. Exactly. That's why I do it. <laughs> no. no it, it, it ruins the momentum. Just cut us off when the timer goes off. Exactly. All right, fine. Episode 23. Brain, uh, brain scratch. Brain scratch, yeah. Three, two... One Adam go. All right, so there's this cult called Scratch, and basically they're saying that you should upload your mind into like the internet, basically, and get rid of your uh, your human body because it's a parasite. Um, and so the crew is going to look for the cult leader named Lordis, a Lornis or something like that. Um, and turns out, long story short, uh, this fucking guy is this vegetable. He's a 15 year old vegetable in a hospital and his conscience has like basically overcome done. Done. oh what yeah it's 30 yeah that sounds like 30 trying to get that was, good, right. though, that was pretty good no, that yeah was he good. had a flow he was just giving uh, too much information too much detail and not enough now you you stumbled over the guy's name i think it's, it's londis isn't it londis yeah, yeah I, don't I don't remember wasn't even a real name. This fucking kid. <laughs> this, this kid is basically dead. And he created a cult because he was a hacker when he was like alive. How many okay, so, longs? It was like 18 mil? No, I think they said it was 30 something. Was, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay, so what? Okay, so before we get into the good parts of this episode, I would like to talk about the flaws. I feel like, and this is a common thing. Sorry, my mic, uh, my mic thing fell out. Um, I feel like this is like a common thing with some of these episodes. They didn't really fully explain how he was able to manifest this entire like cult world from a hospital bed with no consciousness. I felt like that's a bit of a plot hole, but I feel he like he was hooked uh, up to the internet, right? But like, <laughs> so. <laughs> It's well, the so, future. This is cyberpunk, yeah. dog. Uh, sure. What I what I think it was is That's that because fair. he was he was a he was a hacker, and when he went into the state, he was thirteen. So like being a hacker at thirteen, you know, it's assumed that he was like this phenom at it, right? Right. Um, and so it, before going into the coma or whatever, he, the veg, uh, vegetative state, he uploaded his conscience into the internet and. Um, the AI essentially of what was his conscience um, a, like took on this own like crazy fucking theory and like just evolved from that and eventually became this old cult leader. 
Okay, um, I can rock with that. And so, like, I think at a certain point, the kid didn't necessarily have any part in it. It was like the AI that he had uploaded and was still connected to his like uh, to his brain um, that was kind of keeping the thing going. Hey, Adam, what was his theory so crazy? Not, I guess at that point, not really. Um, where it's it, it, like his whole thing was basically like, uh, set your mind free. Like we can just move, move forever in, in the cosmos through the internet, I guess. Like that's kind of the whole thing. Um, and, but the crazy part about it was that like, he was basically promoting people killing themselves, even though when, uh, when Spike went to the area where Faye was, he was like, why are you killing your own followers? He's like, I'm not telling them to kill themselves. They're choosing to kill themselves. But it's like, well, because you're suggesting it, that's why. Fucking crazy person. Um, Which is so. true. But I mean, so would that still be the case? Like, even now, like, quote unquote, now, because obviously the news and everything show and is telling everybody this is what's happening, but people are still doing it. Is it real? Is it still? That'll be considered their own free will now, wouldn't it? Now this thing, this whole episode brings up a really good conversation. It really does. Like it's a whole (laughs) existential, like it's a literal existential crisis. Because if you look at it, the kid who is now in the vegetative state will never be able to, even with, even with the technology they have, will never be able to lead a normal life ever again. Now. It's different because he was in a separate accident that caused this. Mm-hmm. So he being smart enough or intelligent enough to hack whatever system and put his mind in it where he can live infinitely or as long as the technology allows as this entity who is becoming godlike and you know yeah. gathering people to join, not even a cause, just kind of. I don't know. It's almost like a revenge plot. Like, well, dang, yes, I can't it, live. I don't want anyone to live either. Right. That's what makes it so demented and sad at the same time. Because at the end, when um, Ed, or not not Ed, Ein was shutting him down, which we'll get to that in a second. Right. Um, so Ein was shutting uh, Londis down. Wait, um, Ein? When? Yes, we'll talk about it. Okay. When, when I had the, we'll the, talk the, about the, it. Dang, it's okay. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Christ, <laughs> fuck. Um, so Londis was getting shut down, and then when Londis started realizing that he was getting shut down, he started panicking. He was like, "Everyone should live like me. Everyone should be like me, like me, and stuff like that." And so that was kind of the mindset that this kid had, or at least this AI had, or I don't know if it was always like that or developed like that, because the kid couldn't live a real normal life. And so this AI got so demented over time in the two years that he was in that state where it just had adopted this mindset that, oh, well, if I can't, or, you know, if the human that is part of me can't live a normal life, then this is going to be the new normal. So I'm going to get everyone that will follow me to kill themselves and do what I do or be what I am. Come uh, sip some of this Kool-Aid. Exactly. Uh, honestly, some exactly. Jim Jones, the real Jim Jones. And so uh, that's when, you know, you're uh, kind of relating it to real life. Yes, this is a thing that happens. This is how cults happen is like someone is so hurt or so fucked up to the point where they're like, well, people should be like me because I'm not like anyone else. 
So then they start saying, oh, you'll reach salvation. And they start feeding on the fucking weak uh, and the, like the homeless and the poor and the- Well, it's not necessary. Well, yes, it can be you're focusing on the weak, but also there's just people who want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. And that's just kind of like a human- Right, it's the it's the level of desperation that that drives people to join cults, um, and so I did not expect this show to go this route at any point in time. Like that's a fucking crazy concept of an episode. It's a very it's a very wild concept, and I think it brings up because otherwise, like there's no music, there's not a lot of action. The first like five minutes is just them flipping through channels. Which was great, by the way. It, it it did kind of come full circle because the guy was uh, saying how, you know, television in itself is a cult and blah, 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 blah. But like, without that overarching theme of like, what is existence? and What is life? Like, that episode would have been dropped down a few points, but it actually made me think a lot. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. And it's a... It's a good episode. It's definitely a great episode. So, Wolpe, earlier you mentioned plot holes. I think for me, the only plot hole uh, is how, like, I I kind of have an idea of how, but how were people getting like um, hypnotized by just this TV screen? You know, like how was Faye and how were Faye and Spike uh, getting hypnotized? Faye actually did, and she was put into a deep sleep. Right. I don't remember there any pheromones being released or anything. I think it's more so like subliminal messages, what they're saying, because those all those images just coming back and forth. So that's the only thing I I don't know exactly how. That's what I was thinking about. He kind of he kind of like explained it, like how he was saying. So the way TV works, right? It's just red, green, and blue like dots Mm -hmm. that come together in whatever shape to form whatever image is being you know, radio waves and blah, 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 I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I guess, so the game, I guess the 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 dots, I guess the dots are arranged in such a way that in the game, it kind of just... Affects with the um, nervous it, yeah, system. It just messes, yeah, it just messes well, with your brain. It I understand the game, eyes. but when remember when Spike went and confront, confronted Londis on, on that pile of TVs, he didn't yeah. play the game at all. He didn't put the headset on at all. Right, but he's looking at the TV screen because he's having what a conversation. Thinking, like, so it's like it's through the screen itself. Just like so, any type of screen, he was like using some kind of uh, formation of lights and dots that was like just disorienting his victims. Maybe, no, I'm, I'm maybe that's why he chose that specific avatar because I don't know that like like looking right, at his actual choice. body and then like the way he designed his avatar character. It's like why would you choose something like that? So. Maybe yeah, that's the avatar itself that does it, I think. Like, yeah, yeah because maybe the, because if you, I don't know if you noticed, but the Londis avatar never blinked once. And it had that dot, that, yeah. that, that black dot in the middle of his yeah. forehead, you know, just little, little things like that. It yeah. seemed like uh, classic, you know, brainwash conditioning. Like, mm-hmm. oh, as soon, as soon as you put on the VR headset, I'm about to brainwash your ass. Yeah. Right. And like, there's nothing else you can see, but this image in front of you. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, when you're in the dark room and all you see is not one TV, but you're seeing, you know, tens, 20 TVs, like just stacked on top of each other, where everywhere you look is the same, you know, the same image. And, you know, you just can't, can't escape it unless you, like, you know, turn around. <laughs> you, you remember when Jet had it on? 
um, he was okay at first, but then as soon mm-hmm. as it started like like going through the 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 real the real images, he started getting fucked up, right? So and he needed a separation. But guess who? Camp. Guess who saved him? Ein. Ein. Our motherfucker Ein. Ein. Our Ein Ein Man, man's best fucking friend. Dog. Literally. I'm so Jamal. Remember what we mentioned earlier? Ein shutting down Londis, right? Yes. And so we'll talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Well, now we can because so Ed was trying to figure out where Londis is, was very unsuccessful in doing so. And click clacking away. Exactly. Right. And Jet was like, Oh, well, what the fuck? Like, if if Ed can't do it, who can? So Ed's like, I guess off screen, because we didn't see them talking about putting it on Ein, but then Ed just knew because I'm fucking smart. She put the headset on Ein and Ein was like, just like he at first he was just had it on, just kind of browsing and stuff. And then Jet was like, "Oh, Ed, you're you're getting it, you're getting it." And then Ed isn't; she's just looking at the keyboard, and then things are all moving around. There's different all, all kinds of algorithms popping up and shit. Mm-hmm. And then you get a quick glimpse at Ein, and Ein's head is just moving from side to side, like as in the like, debug menu himself. Yes. So Ein is a dog with human level, like superior human level intelligence. Right. And we finally get that. Like, we know that Ein is smart. Like, we knew he was a little bit different than other dogs the entire series. But now we finally see, oh, Ein is, like, just as smart, if not smarter than our entire crew. Pretty He's much. Just a dog. So we finally get a glimpse of this. It wasn't fully explained, but you, you get the idea in this fucking episode, and it's about fucking time. Because Ein's sick. So, some fucking payoff, Adam. They, no, they, honestly, they don't since forget. The first episode. <laughs> so every character has had a had an episode of backstory or whatever. Like a you know, we've had a bunch of jet centric episodes. I'm gonna I'm gonna claim that this was an Ein centric episode. Fuck it, he won. He saved the he saved the day. He saved the world. Ein the dog. Did honestly, it. yeah. No, I and you know, I hmm? go ahead, Wolpe. No, I was going to say uh, the, the theme of this episode kind of carries into the next episode as well. And I'll get to it once we get to it. But yeah, yeah the, like the whole sense of belonging and like, what right. am I? What is my life and what can it be? You know what doesn't uh, belong anymore? Big shot. Oh, see, Dude, that last that episode. Sad. That shit broke my heart. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna lie. It kind of got me. I was like, "Damn!" Because yeah. you know what I was thinking right before. I they forgot said, about what that. What if they were the final villains? Well, that's episode. That's the ne- that's the next episode, right? What? Uh, Big shot. No, Big that that part? was this episode. No, that was oh, this was episode. It? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they yeah. came on to this. Yeah. The the uh, the, like the last fucking agent is gonna hear about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, nah, she popped off. I was like, "Damn!" Yeah. Well, that sweet, that sweet, act, that sweet persona went away. Right. Big Shot right. got canceled. Um, Ein saved the fucking day. Um, oh, last thing I want to mention about this episode. I don't know if you guys noticed, but something about the animation. I don't know if this this episode was remastered for Netflix or something, but it looked a lot more modern than the entire rest of the series. Like the lines were crisper and like the the colors were more saturated and like like more uh, solid. Um, did notice that it looked a little different, but I chalked it up to the last thing I saw being the movie. So since the art style was so 
not different, but it was adjusted. And now I'm getting back to the regular show. I was like, huh. Well, that's I, I was looking at it a little bit more. As like, soon as, as, soon as 23 was over, 24 went back to what all the other episodes were, where it's a little bit grainier. Like the lines are a little bit more like shaky. Not, and it's not bad. I'm not saying that, but like it, you can see the age in it, right? Mm-hmm. 23 looked like it was drawn in like the late 2000s. Or- oh yeah, yeah, they did have like some effects that looked a little. You're right. Yeah, I'd have to look back. You know what I mean? Find like, ex- it was a specific it was a example. Crisper. I, I, yeah, I, when, when they were going through the, uh, they were going through the channels. The movie, the, the TV channels, especially, it was like, like the hand thing, the hand mm-hmm. thing with the uh, the scratch logo. It did look, it did look cleaner. It did look a lot cleaner. I will tell you that. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I really, I did like this episode. It was uh, a lot less action oriented, um, which is a nice change of pace, especially coming off the movie and the last couple episodes before that. Um, and just a lot of, we're, we're getting, we are getting very existential with these last uh, couple of episodes. Yeah, and it, it seems like the beginning of the end, this did. Yeah, it's very uh, surreal. Yeah, because where's the movie the movie, like we said, just felt like a really long episode, but it didn't feel like the end of anything. This yeah. started to feel like, oh, they're they're prepping us for this show to be over. Dude, I'm not gonna. I'm, this might be a hot take. I think I would have preferred to see a movie about this episode, like yes, this, as opposed to Vincent. It's not a hot take at all. I'm with it. Like Vincent, I'm not. Again, we talked about how much we liked Vincent as a villain, but seeing Londis like the cult coming into more of the uh, uh, of of a play throughout like a two hour long movie would have been fucking fire and then right. I'm getting more moments to like fucking shine and outsmart this hacker mm. like, and just just to find out that at the end he's just you know a kid in a coma right like it, it yeah they could have really stretched this it could have or it could have at least been like a like a double episode like a 45 minute kind of thing Right, but they jam packed it with a bunch of shit. Like mm-hmm. from the beginning, when we when we see Faye is is double aging it up at the fucking at it's it's just it's it's fucking fantastic. I felt like this episode went by really really fast. Yeah, like mm-hmm. really fast. I wanted more of it. Yeah, and that that's always the mark of a good one. Like I wanted more. So, so uh, are we ready to get into our rankings then? Yep. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Jamal. Who's starting us off? I'll start us off. I, hmm, what would I give this episode? I wouldn't say a 10. I feel like an 8 is a little bit, I'm going to go with an 8.5 for this. It, it's weird to grade, right? Yeah, it's yeah. definitely weird to grade because it's definitely an important episode. I wouldn't say this is like a slice of life or a filler episode. But right. it's definitely the tone is definitely different. Like the actions itself, you can tell it's serious, but like the mood that you see when you're watching it, it doesn't feel like okay, like our crew is in for the shits. Yeah. So I don't know, I'll give it an eight point five. Okay. I'm gonna follow you up, Jamal. Uh I this this one ranks higher for me. I'm gonna give it a nine point five. Um, it's not a full on ten because it lacks the action that 
uh, we've come to expect from the series, but it it is so it is so mind fucky with everything else with it. You, you you can't say that it's not an excellent episode and that it doesn't rank among the best of what we've seen, uh, even without the, the action. So it's going to be a 9.5 for me. Okay, we'll pay. Adam? Or... No, I want to go last because okay. I'm still kind of formulating. Okay, Adam? No, I go last because I did the 30-second summary. Mm-hmm. Oh, fine. That's fair. Um, I don't know, man. This is this one's really difficult. Eight definitely seems too low, but I don't want to say it's a perfect episode like 10. Uh, I think I would just go with just a solid nine. There was no music in this episode whatsoever, which I think kind of brings it down, but also it didn't need any because the I felt like the the subject matter was so serious and like people are literally offing themselves to join what they thought is like infinity. And it it very much gave, you know, the whole drinking the Kool-Aid vibes. And I really love stuff like that. Mm. Um, Yeah, I'm going to give it a nine. I'm going to give it a nine. Yeah. I, I'm going to go uh, a nine as well. Um, now there's a couple like main points as to why what I'm going to start with, like what keeps it from being higher than that. Um, I think because uh, it's like a brand new formula of an episode. Yes. What we've, what we've had, that's not like a bad thing, but because of that, it was very predictable in the end. Like, as soon as you get this idea, oh, they're dealing with a cult, you kind of know how it's going to go. Um, but I will give them credit. Like, nobody saw that it was going to be a 15-year-old kid that was in a coma for two years was, like, the culprit behind it. That in itself is not predictable. But, like, you know there's going to be a way where it's kind of just easily figured out by one of the crew members. And um, it ends, like, within that 20 minutes. Yeah. Exactly, right? And... um but that's kind of like the biggest flaw of almost the only flaw with this episode that I found um, because on the flip side with it being a, a completely change of formula uh, from the rest of the episodes, I actually really didn't mind there not being any action um, mm-hmm. because we've gotten action and most of the action in the show has been phenomenal. There've been a couple times where it's like, all right, well, you know, Spike just kicks everyone at everyone's ass. Um, but we didn't get any of that in this episode which I'm fine with as long as there's enough content, there's enough, uh, you know, meat to back it up. And I think there was because it's like a psychological thriller episode um, where it makes you think, it makes you ask que- ask questions, which this, this show has done before, but not to this level where like, oh shit, like cult- now we're getting into cults, dude. Mm-hmm. Where We kind of have seen that a little bit back, uh, way back. Oh, with mom? With mom, yeah. Mm-hmm. But not to this level um, where like people are literally killing themselves because uh, for, they... for a theory for a concept exactly because they uh, think that they can upload their minds to the <laughs> to yeah. yeah and 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 not knowing what like because even in the the advertisements on the commercials it's just like they didn't tell you what you could do with your mind they're just like hey join it mm-hmm. leave your body join join the infinite uh, the infiniteness of the cyber universe or whatever. Yeah, that's all, and that was enough to get people to, hey, <laughs> all right, bet, like, right, okay. 
So from from what I'm what I'm hearing uh, from all of us is that uh, Brain Scratch episode 23 of Cowboy Bebop, otherwise known as Future Charles Manson, um, right. it's a nine out of ten from the Otaku Street uh, podcast. Yeah, the average is always a nine. Yeah, it, it, it definitely would have benefited from more time. And like you were saying, Adam, like with the mom thing that she's an overt villain. Like, you know, like you can see her, like clearly what she's doing is bad. Mm -hmm. Like, and you want to see them taken, taken down with this whole Londis thing, realizing that, Hey, this is not even an actual person. This is an avatar created by someone else that we now have to find out. Uh, it, it definitely like 20 minutes was not long enough. They could have fleshed this out more and that's what holds it back because there this idea could have been a 10 it absolutely could have been a 10 and i mean they all can be but like i like i, I saw like i could see the roadmap in my head for how yeah. they could have extended the episode this will never happen but i would love to see cowboy bebop the movie too oh, long please yeah man that'd be sick but all right so now we're on to episode 24 I believe this one was called Hard, Hard luck, luck Woman. Hard Luck Woman. Uh, someone, someone set me up with 30 seconds. I gotcha, dog. I gotcha. All right. Wope, are you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Let's jam. All right. So we crash land on earth for the first time in a long time um Faye is getting some flashbacks of her past life and we are trying to figure out or she's trying to figure out like where like a specific landmark in her memory is meanwhile Spike and Jet are trying to find a bounty of someone who ends up being Edward's father long lost father or whatever um uh stop <laughs> 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 wow, that's like the first fail that Wopes had ever. Yeah, I think. Was it a fail? Because that's all that happened. No, no you what? didn't finish. <laughs> you didn't get to the biggest part. I didn't get to the biggest part. We we may have lost, may have lost a guy. Two, two, two. Uh, well, yeah, three actually. Yeah. Three. <laughs> nah, because Faye leaves all the time. <laughs> that's fair. She does. Shut up, Chris. But you know the whole theme about finding. You think she's gonna find where they belong? She thinks she's gonna come back because she realizes that the crew is where she belongs. Yeah. Okay. So here's my thing, right? So with this episode, and this is what I was saying about it, kind of tying back. The previous episode is about life itself and existence and what it means to be, I guess, conscious in whatever world you choose it, right? This episode is about belonging. You're you're conscious, you have your life, but where what direction is it going in? You're just kind of floating until you find your purpose, right? So for Faye, Faye, who has been frozen, I don't remember how long they said. We we find out in that episode with the weird well, doctor. Yeah, she she was had been frozen since 2022, and it's now like 2070. Right. So 50, 50 or so, 50 some odd years. And 
the life that she knew, the life that she was chasing, that she wanted to see so bad, no longer exists. Like when she was, uh, you know, running up that path and getting the memories of her child self running to, I guess, her house or something, just to see it not there, I presumably destroyed by the meteors that keep falling. And you just kind of don't know what to do from there. Like, where do you go when you find out that what you've been chasing, what you've been looking for for so long, just isn't there anymore? It's it's not in the, the same space that you left it. Mm-hmm. Like, where do you go from here? And with Edward, she, she, so when we find the nun, right? The nun and all the, the other seemingly gifted kids um and Edward just kind of seems right at home she seems right at home for a second and then she finds out hey my dad's been looking for me well also Ed Ed did tell Faye that we're only here because they make good food which was just like milk and fish or something I don't know what it it was it looked like it looked like fish cereal yeah Mm. but I don't like Whatever the fuck Gran Torino be eating. That's what it was. Yeah. Right. That that moment in the episode like did stand out for me because uh so you know Faye and Ed go there and then the nun tells Faye all about like, oh yeah, Ed was here five years ago, and then two years later she just ran off. Um, and then you know, they come back and Ed is just like right at home, like nothing ever happened, like nothing went wrong ever. And then you think that Ed is gonna consider staying there, right? But no, Ed is like, oh, don't worry, Fei Fei. We're only here because they make good food. Like, and if you kind of just think about that a little bit, like Ed was kind of on the path, like, oh, she had found her place, right? Like she was gonna go back to the crew, you know, because that's her family. She was only stopping because she knew there was food there. And they, I guess they hadn't eaten. So I'm She'd like, been oh. there for two years. Yeah. Right. I'm like, oh shit, like you know, the, they're finally a family. And then, you know, obviously later on things change, but um, that really, that, that was one moment that stuck out to, uh, stuck out to me uh, in, in this episode. It, it's interesting because Ed kind of had like a home base that she could have always gone back to, but because she's so, you know, she wants to explore things and I guess she can pretty much feel at home wherever she is. It, it, it's interesting because Faye doesn't have that. She didn't have that past that she could jump back to. Like you're 50 years into the future. Your best friend is now an old woman. Mm-hmm. Like, or I don't know if that's her best friend, but like, you know, your yeah, old classmate. classmate. Yeah, your classmate yeah. is now an old woman. The life that you knew is no longer there. Edward's life was like the life that she knew was there, but she chose to leave it. And even when she went back, it was like, okay, well, I can I can I can stay here for a second, grab some food and kick it. Right. And even when we uh oh, well, I don't want to get to that yet, but I don't know. Ed, Edward is just like a rolling stone of a character. And this, I feel like this episode added more like depth to her that was that I felt was missing throughout the entire season. She she spoke more in this episode than she ever spoke in any of the other episodes. So I think that's what you're that's what you're referring to. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, also like we see where she was before, and mm-hmm. oh, she has a parents. Like, okay, like she has a, a different name. 
so so much fucking information revealed in yeah. here. It's like beat beat us over the head. Yeah, a little bit. And also another thing, going back to the last episode where uh, you guys remember when um, after she had disconnected the kids' like memory from the network, and as they're walking out, she's like, you know, I hope you have sweet dreams now. Um. I don't know. That part stood out to me. Before. Yeah, because that was so uncharacteristic of Ed. Yeah. Happy-go-lucky, and then she turns around. Um, and just says and it straight up. Like, it has yeah. like a like an emotional reaction to what just happened, kind of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, it's really like she could relate, really, almost. Yeah. Like, she, she genuinely cared about this kid, because he was a kid, like, at the end and, of it. And she, she, like, they're of the same, you know, hackers, young kids, hackers, like, it's like a like an unspoken community, like an unspoken connection that she had with the kid. She could definitely see herself within within that kid. Mm -hmm. I feel like right. That, and this made, it, it, it seems like something that Ed herself might have done if she was in that situation. Right. Like, let's say if she's in a coma, um, I'm, I can hack this network. Yeah, man. Let me put my mind in here. If this is it for me, if this is it for my physical body, shit, I'm out. And we may be role-playing a little bit, like kind of just making up our own little story. But honestly, that's kind of what makes these two episodes so like special and why they stand out is because the connection is unwritten, but exactly like, oh, may maybe what happens in this episode with Ed is connected to like, oh, she saw this fucking kid, like about the same age or maybe a little bit older than her, but just as smart is in this terrible situation. And it's sad. And then that kind of leads to her like, having the realization later in the episode in this episode like oh well i don't want to just be stuck and you know be in this cruel situation like i want to find where i belong where like or find as many places that i can belong in in this, one lifetime yeah like this kid never had that chance so i'm going to take mm -hmm. more and, and you know sometimes doing like head cannon stuff like that is kind of it like detracts from the main point of the show. But in this particular case with those two episodes, like I, I really feel like we're right. Like I really feel, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I really what, like this episode. What other, what other shows in recent memory or even in any, like in history uh, in terms of anime can make you kind of connect the dots in, this, in the way that Cowboy Bebop has? Right, like two completely unrelated episodes. Yeah, they're one after another, but it's not like the con the continuity was always like straightforward with the show in the first place. Like uh, a lot of shows, you know, they have the filler episodes. They're five hundred plus in, and they're not even like you know to the final fucking uh, enemy or whatever. Um, whereas this one has twenty six episodes in a movie, and like none of the stuff that really happens in older episodes is mentioned in the later episodes but you're kind of forced to draw the lines and be like, oh, maybe this is why Spike feels this way or Jed is reacting this way because this happened fucking 10 episodes ago. Exactly. You, we have to draw the, the connections on what we've yeah. known from the, the flashbacks, what, what we now know from the, 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 uh, the past things that, that they're showing us. It's, it's, it's so great when uh, all the, all of the little the little tentacles that they put out there for us are all now starting to to compile into one little ball. It's great. Yeah, it, and I feel a, like. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, it's a continuity that the, that the viewer draws, and it's not just 
written out in stone by the the animators um you know in a way that like the marvel cinematic universe does where like it's awesome to see stuff come together but like with this show it's not shoved down your throat like it's kind of up and uh, up to interpretation by the by the viewer and that's what keeps us enthralled in this fucking expanding universe yeah because the the last time that they even mentioned phase uh thing like her whole you know memory thing I don't remember what episode it was. Was it in the the last group of four that we did? Um, maybe outside like, outside the outside the movie. Yeah, maybe. I'm pretty sure it had to be. Yeah, hold on. Like not counting the movie when we did our four episodes, and it was the two tens was with it uh, nineteen to twenty two. Yeah, fake spike was a ten, and oh, then it was episode penguin was it, a ten. It was episode fifteen. My funny Valentine. Fifteen. Yes, that's right. Yes. Yeah, so, wait, no. What what uh, episode was it that they got the uh, the videotape and they had to go find the VCR? Oh, that was like fifteen or sixteen. No, um, because that's the last time they talked about. It. Oh, wait, no, that was the last batch. The VCR oh, one. Eight, was. Eighteen. No. Oh, okay. So then that was two. That was two batches ago. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like we never. I didn't expect that this episode was going to start with a you know the Faye thing. Or I mean, I guess I should have realized it by the title. Well, even, even so, I wouldn't have known. But it's like, yeah, like the loose narratives that, you know, come through the show. Like like you said, Chris, we have to draw our own conclusions from certain things. Uh, and this, yeah, okay, so before we do our ratings, we, we have to talk about Ed's dad. Yeah, I was about to say we still have to talk about him. Can we talk about what is his name again? Because it was a lot of work. It was a lot of letters, bro. Apple, Apple Delhi. Can we call him Apple, Apple, Apple Dyer or Apple Dairy? We'll just call him Apple. I just know that what, he was what they were saying. Ads. What they were saying was different than what was on the caption. So I don't even know what the right one was. Okay. But his name he did is not even. His name uh, is Sinise uh, Hestap Lutfin Apple Delhi, but they called him Apple Dairy in the English version. Okay, Apple Dairy. Yeah, that's what um, McIntyre was calling him. Also, side note: when Ed's dad kept on calling McIntyre different names, mm-hmm. he eventually Hilarious. he just said he just said uh, he's like, "All right, we gotta go, Mackie, whatever." And I was like, uh, <laughs> "This this fucking guy, he's so Ed's dad." The funny thing Absolutely. though, like the subtitles say like Mackie Mac instead of Mackie instead of Mac whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mackie Mackie. Yo, Spike could not land a single Dark. hit. My man was e- my man was eating eating hits. It hits that he did land, he just ate them like <laughs> they didn't do anything like it's the deep fight fighting Z Broly. Ed's yeah. dad went ultra instinct, bro. No, was, yeah, I've never seen anything like it. What? He made he made Spike look that was the most uncool Spike ever. <laughs> right. He made Spike look so childish. Jamal, what I have a task for you. What I want you to do is I want you to get a clip of the clip of Ed and Spike fighting or Ed's dad and Spike fighting, right? And then I want you to add Goku's Ultra Instinct theme music over top of that clip <laughs> and then upload it on our Twitter. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll because see if I can do that. I never really done video editing, but I'll give it a shot. Do you, do you have software? That's actually something uh, you can do that on iMovie. It's like a really simple, uh, like it would be a really simple thing. You're just taking a scene and adding music over it. Right. Okay. I'll give that a shot then. Because that shit 
when he's dodging those punches, tell me, tell me that's not ultra. It is. He literally, he just looked all calm, like, "Mm, mm, mm, mm." like he, he did so effortlessly. I can't believe he he made Spike look like a loser. Headbutting him and everything. Yeah, head. Oh my god, this is Spike person and Jet person. So yeah, so then he beats the shit out of Spike, and then Jet's just like covered in egg. And then the ship starts pulling up to the beach um, with Ed in it. And then Ed just jumps off. Ed's dad catches her and they're like celebrating, blah, blah, blah. And then Ed is like, uh, father person, this is jet person and spike person. And then Ed's dad just headbutts the shit out of Spike. And then Ed is like, oh, wait, no, they're my friends, basically. And he's like, oh, that's different. Awesome. Well, here yeah. you go. Here's some eggs. Here's some eggs. I'm like, dog, this we're, fucking guy we're is good a- now. <laughs> yeah. So here's my thing, right? The nun said that Ed's dad had been looking for her for how long? I think like seven, seven years. So the fact that Ed, after seven years, jumped into her father's arms like nothing had happened. Like <laughs> It really shows a lot about both of their characters because it, I guess, because I wanted to think that Ed's dad is like a deadbeat or something, but clearly he's just so focused on whatever task is at hand. He doesn't give a shit about anything that's around. Like well, when the next when the next meteor fell, he left. He left Ed immediately to go with uh, mm-hmm. with the boy McIntyre to go. Uh, oh, what's the word for people who make maps? Cartographers. Uh, I think. Yeah, so. I don't. I can't remember if they use that word though. No, they didn't use the word, but I was trying to come up with it because I think that's what it's called. But yeah, like it was just like, okay, well, whatever, Ed, here's this meteor that I care way more about. Um, well, the nun mentioned that he he literally forgot that he put her in like daycare uh, with the nun because he was so focused on, you know, mapping shit out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was like, oh, shit, my child is in daycare. Let me go look for her. Wasn't there because she had run away. So she had run away two years after they after she had left. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, that's one thing that's kind of a little uh, foggy, like the timeline. But regardless, like he's he's Ed's dad and he has a very similar personality where he's just bubbly all the time, doesn't really think in a single line everything's just all over the place mm-hmm. uh, very adhd kind of thing mm-hmm. um super adhd yeah and so uh i'm curious if if ed even finds him or like when she does she realizes like she has this kind of uh she has this realization that like oh maybe my place isn't with him because of how similar we are or how forgetful he is and my place is actually with my friends who actually care about me. Um, but I mean, we'll see in the next two episodes what happens. Well, how, how'd they leave us off at this episode? So Ed gives her goodbye notes, the bye-bye, <laughs> the bye-bye note and tells Ayn, hey, um, I might not come back. I'm going far away. Um, you know, you need to stay here. Ayn's not having it. So Edward's like, okay, fine. You want to come with me? And then they they ride off into the sunset. Well, they walk barefoot off into the sunset. They, they, and run. Faye, they, they ran. They run. They run. Okay. And Faye is just kind of mulling over the loss of her childhood home, just kind of 
on what would have been the front steps, just laying down. Was it the front steps or her room? No, she was like outside of. I know that she was like outside. The, the giant rectangle was she, the house, I assume. I, yeah, but probably, then she drew like a box in the sand with a stick. Oh, to like signify a bed or something? Maybe. I would have to go back and see. I, I thought she was like outside of the whole thing. She, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's, it's, um, but it's on, really interesting. But we forgot about Jet and Spike. So Spike sees the note that Ed left, which was, in such ed fashion said bye-bye in a big smiley face right and like obviously you know ed is ed and it's like all bubbly or whatever but also you're like oh damn like that's sad because spike is just staring at it so like instead of spike kind of just being like well whatever ed will be back like he doesn't say that yeah yeah jet's like uh hey spike dinner's ready and then he walks up and then Spike's just looking and then Jet sees it and then they go back and eat the eggs, the hard-boiled eggs together and there's no word spoken. By the way, great song at this point. Yes, three three great songs in this episode. Oh, for myself. sure. It, it, was, um, it was like, uh, guys, can you chill with the fucking tearjerker? Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm sitting here. I'm laying on my bed. I'm watching this and I'm like, bro, am I going to fucking cry again at this fucking show right now because again when you cry the first time i don't know whatever who cares i was i wasn't fucking crying dude when did you cry i what are you talking about oh this guy cries oh boy no i don't bro. <laughs> you cried at that mom episode didn't you that's <laughs> Shut up, man it's just God. a greasy spoon like, <laughs> without you. Um, uh, but like, seriously. no, fucking yeah. Jet and Spike were like, you could tell that they were up, like sad. Like, yeah. Because Faye, again, Faye leaves all the time and they expect her to come back. And Faye's um, a grown woman, so whatever. And, and Spike even mentioned to Jet, like, oh, Faye left, you know? And they're just kind of like, all right, whatever, she'll be back. But Ed never leaves. Right, and is like attached to the hip with Ed, and so if Ed leaves, Ein fucking leaves. And seeing Ed or Ein freak out and like run after Ed, that was tearjerker number one. And then when Spike and Jet are all sad, they're eating they're eating the fuck out of these eggs. By the way, <laughs> right, chowing down. <laughs> they each had like thirty fucking eggs. It was hilarious, but also at the same time, they're eating because they have nothing else. Like, what else is there to do? Like, they're sad, and there's no bounty. Um, because on top of that, Ed placed a fake bounty on her dad's head, which was 50 Wulongs, but Jet thought that it said 50 million, um, which is also funny. I feel like they're also stressing because it seemed like they started to like just put more, like ha- eat more in their mouth, like as like they were going on. They had like three in each hand. Yeah, like, so, just, so mm, I, them in. I think it was like some hidden grief, like dang, they're gone. Yeah, they're like they're eating out of like sorrow kind of deal. At first, it was just one um, at a time, but then, as you said, yeah, they had like three in like each hand, and they're like just shoving it in their mouth. And I think this is another situation where we have to draw the we have to connect the dots on our own because, like, at the beginning of the show, it was just Jet and Spike, right? And they were fine with just being them. Faye came in; they didn't like it. Um, Ed and I, and they were just like, whatever. Like, we're just going to do our stuff. And as they've developed over the course of this entire show, now they're thinking like, 
damn, like we actually had a connection. Like this was our family. Like, what do we do now? Like, we're not going to chase after them and trying to convince them, you know, otherwise that's out of our character and we're not going to force them to do whatever they, whatever we want them to do. Um, but at the same time, like, where like we don't have a crew anymore it's just us again like we don't want to again right back to the duo again like and and that's that's... eating eating fucking boiled eggs for dinner it's so funny because throughout the the series they never really show any sort of like affection towards each other like ever none of the four characters like ever really seem like they don't really show like that they care a lot like Faye has like this weird relationship with Spike where it's like, you know, like I don't want you to die kind of thing. And I mean, Edward, Edward's the kid. So they all kind of like, I, they just all kind of see her as like, oh, you know, this young, this younger sibling, like we don't want you to die. That's kind of it. Like Jet has a connection with Ed, which we've seen even in the late in the last episode where like, yeah, they, they cosplayed as father and daughter right and happy to call him papa and it was hilarious because he would like yes mm-hmm. and she would say papa 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 and i'm like and, oh my god just do something else fuck and faye and ed also have a pretty special relationship too like the the girls on the ship mm-hmm. uh, yeah like a little type. sisterly kind yeah of. exactly like you're i'm i'm a i'm a chop you up on how to be a woman type shit but it's yeah. on some like oh i've known you the whole my my whole life kind of thing mm-hmm. it, it's not like a oh you just kind of came here because that that's the situation they just kind of came together and now they are this motley crew this fake family that deals with each other and their own little things because they all have missions because they want to get money and they want to eat and they want a better life i guess but in this wild west everybody is just a rolling stone so you know you can come into our life and you leave just like every you know character in every episode like we have this moment and then you're gone yeah never to be seen again in the vastness of space all these planets that we can visit whatever you could be gone for the rest of my life so uh yeah man seeing ed leave and seeing faye contemplate i guess what her whole life and her whole existence even is at this point it kind of got to me not gonna lie yeah yeah, like I said, I was just laying in bed and I'm just like, I'm oh, wow. I'm I'm so comfy right now. I could just cry until we record. And this was like three and a half hours ago. Four yes, hours ago. Yeah. I didn't because I was playing Elden Ring, but aside, <laughs> that's aside from the point. Um, yeah, this fucking episode, I I really like these two episodes, and they were so different from what we've seen. Still no action in two straight episodes with no action, well, and for me no, to not I, have I a mean, problem. Ed's Is dad it? and Spike. That that doesn't count because nothing was accomplished. Spike looked like <laughs> a loser. No, what does do you mean? Ed... Last episode, they 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 uh they got old boy. They because that's how uh and then uh, Jet had handcuffed him. So we we know that that for sure was thirty million in the bag. Right. You know. Yeah. They got the bag for that. But like. But like there wasn't technically a bounty in this episode. It no. was more like a crew. Like this is a everything was a trick. This was an Ed episode. Yeah. No, yeah. it was an Ed and Faye episode. Yes. Because yes, without yes, Faye's sorry. uh what uh detour to Earth, we we don't we don't get any of this. We don't well, see 
Right. Ed's there, detour to the to the uh, to the nun's house. There was also one part in the episode that we haven't mentioned. Do you remember when um, uh, Spike was leaving the bathroom and Faye walks past him in the hallway mm-hmm. and um, she like bumps into him or something. And then he's like, where are you going? Like in his classic, you know, Faye versus Spike attitude. Right. And she just kind of stands there and he's just like, uh, what's going on? And, and she then, apologizes. Yeah. And then she just turns and like looks him straight in his eye, like kind of panicked, but like almost in the way that like she's it was like a helpless look. Yeah. Yeah. Like because she knows what she has to like, she knows where she's about to go. And like, she has actual, like, uh, uh, she has Ties. a yeah. to go somewhere. And so I think in that moment, Spike is like, Oh shit. Like, this isn't just my rival anymore. Like we're not just bickering. Like there's something actually happening. And like, I'm actually going to, like, I care about this girl, but I'm not going to show it. Um, and then she apologized and he's just so taken back. Like there was a moment, there was a spark right there, not like romantically, but just kind of like, Oh, we're finally seeing like they actually do care about each other. Um, like it was an opening up moment. You don't really right. get that often. Exactly. Um, so there, there are a lot of little moments, big moments in this episode, not a very action-packed, but again, doesn't need to be to be a memorable episode. Um, so with that said, what do we, what do we want to do ranking-wise? It, that's another tough one, Chris. I'll start us off. It's a, it's a nine for me. Um, it was uh, just slightly less good than the, the last episode. It's still a banger. It's still up there with the tops of this show. Um, and uh, if we would have gone into the finale and like, the, like, oh, woo, guys, the, the, this, this was already heavy enough. I, I, I couldn't go into to the finale with these two heavy ass episodes. Yeah. It's, it, it, was, it was definitely a nine. I gotta give it a nine. Yeah, I def I agree with you, Chris. I give it a solid nine. Nine point five is debatable, but definitely a solid nine. And that ending, like I wouldn't have given a nine, like how the episode's leading on, but then how it ended with all that build up, like that easily this helped like bump it up to a nine, like no questions asked. Okay. Or do you, oh, I, I should go because yes. you did the 30-second summary. Um, yeah, dude, like, I I did not expect these two episodes to be as heavy and existential as they were. Um, I just thought they were going to be kind of like filler coming off the movie, um, leading us into the last two episodes. Um, but no, like, there was so much more uh, with this one, too very emotional like towards the end especially when we get past all the you know the the slight bit of action all the build-up all the tension and stuff like that and we finally get the just realization that like these characters are finally coming into their own they're caring about each other but they're finally finding this sense of belonging um instead of just running around the entire galaxy collecting bounties well it'd be it'd be like one of us if like if one of us had to just drop out right now, like as soon as we're getting the ball going, it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. see you later. And, yeah, and then we we joined the Zoom meeting and in the background on my wall, you just see like, bye-bye with a smiley face. And you're just like, oh, Adam's yeah. gone. 
he's going to find his dad after seven years. <laughs> right. That's why he cut his hair. <laughs> so he, cut so he would recognize him. <laughs> yeah. Ever since Adam. He, he was growing his hair for seven years. <laughs> and fucking Rex chased, that, chased after me. And we're like, all right, yeah. well, Rex, you can come with. Chris leaves and all three cats follow him out. <laughs> <laughs> And Jamal and Wolfie are back on the fucking ship eating hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> Just playing chess, waiting for the next bounty to pull up. Right. Right. Oh man. Um, yeah. No, I'm. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick to the uh, the consensus and give this give this bad boy a nine. Two A episodes going <laughs> into the finale. I got to give this one a 10 and why I know. Right. I know. And I also feel like we should be writing down our individual rankings for these episodes. We might need to go back and go back through and listen. Not the, not the individual ones, the overall ones. What do you mean? No, no. I mean like, uh, like just what episode and what did you give it? No, I know what we should do, what episode and what did we round it up to be? Oh, oh, oh yes. This has a collective. Yeah. 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 So the reason I say this is a 10 and we have to go by the rules, every episode that Spike gets beat up is a 10. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's part of the criteria. Also, because this is what I've been asking for the whole season, I needed a reason to care about Ed. And like beyond that, oh, she's the young one in the group. Yeah, she's the tech genius. She can solve a lot of their issues. But this was the first time where I felt like like a connection. She's like a lost boy. Like she's just, I don't know. Like I, there's a lot about these episodes that I just really enjoyed. Like they they spent a good amount of time balancing the Faye story and the Ed story, and just seeing how Spike is reacting because he's been doing this cowboy shit for a long time. So he's he and Jed have seen some things. They all have their own stories. But for them to show that they really care about these two random characters who have just kind of pulled up into their lives and are now on the way out. And it's like you kind of, you kind of just have to begrudgingly accept it. There's no fight. There's no, oh, please stay. It's just, damn, well, you know, it, it, it's part of the cowboy life. And I feel like it's this is one of those episodes that really encapsulates like the whole theme of the show. Everything is fleeting. Everything is temporary <laughs> in, in a corny way of oh, the real adventures, the friends we made along the way. Right. But like, <laughs> but that's it. Cause like now they're leaving and you're stuck with, well, not stuck, but like you're back to what you knew best. It's just you and your guy jet. And this is us. I don't know. I don't know, man. I connected with this episode a lot. And with the three songs that they put in, I, I love it. I love it. I'll go back and watch it again. Do we think uh, Do we think that like this show could succeed if it followed the formula of these two episodes alone? Like outside of the heavy, heavy action episodes, like if, if we just had none of those, but we had almost every episode being like a, um, like either a psychological thriller, 
or like just think episodes that make you think deeply um i don't think it would you have to have the action sequences to break up the to uh i want to say this i think i know where you're going yeah the action's like, like the glue you, of the yeah. series yeah, the action is the glue of the series, but the core Which is, is like the emotional. That's crazy though, because like when we first came into the show, we expected the action to be what the show was all about. But, I mean, it carried it at the beginning, like with yep. the red eye stuff at the the first episode. Like, mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, we're in for like a ride, and yeah. the ride has taken a lot of turns. Like, not everything is super fast roller coaster. Sometimes it's you know tunnel of love. Sometimes it's teacups spinning around in a circle sometimes it's a carousel like i don't know it's just it's a lot i'm it's really good. enjoying the show man we when we do our our next episode and we're talking about it like as a whole when it's all over <sighs> i don't know i don't know look looking at what the show has done compared to what joran did yeah it's night and day completely like we can we can rag on Joran all we want, but like that's what we started with. But then looking at like what a what an anime can really do, yeah. Like in one season, one season, like and I see why. I'm glad that I held off on watching it for so long. Me too, because being able to talk about it and really digest it week by week, episode by episode. I'm, I'm gaining so much more of an appreciation. Like, yeah, I could have just sat and benched through the whole thing. You know, had a couple words about how great it was as a whole. But being able to really sit with each episode, is, it's been worth it. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm doing this with you guys because you guys all seem to have the same level of respect for the art form. And Well, this is all next week talk. I don't want to get sad. Right. That, that's, I, that's, I, was, I was hesitant on asking that question, but... But we, honestly, yeah, man, that 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 last episode made me think about it like that. It's a lot of good things. It's an experience. It's been it, and it's been a great experience, and we still have a little, uh, uh, well, not a little, a, a great big, massive plate to chew off next week. So, yeah, I'm so eager because Chris knows what's coming, and I'm so fucking eager. To see I'm, I'm ready to see vicious. The last yeah. episode is gonna it's just make, for the last time, yeah. That shit is gonna make me fucking cry like I slammed my pinky toe into a brick wall. No, I'm gonna be very upset when this is all over. But I'm enjoying the ride. And I I also it's a good thing that we didn't do all four episodes at once. Mm -hmm. Cause this almost felt like a season finale. Right. Jamal, we haven't heard from you in a while. <laughs> I just been listening. Y'all making great points. There's nothing for me to add. Um, I mean, what I'm excited to see how everything wraps up. The crew is gone, so unless some unless Faye comes back, this is definitely going to be a very Jet and Spike focused episode, and we can most likely assume that it's going to be Spike since he's our protagonist at the end of the day. Right. So I can't wait to see how a lot of these, like a whatever story or whatever has been going on, how it concludes. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be a two parter and I can't wait to see like how they bring up like the stops and every main spike episode has always been very serious because it's whole backstory. 
Yeah. So we can definitely. They're also expect, all very good. Yeah. So we can expect that type of tone leading into yeah. our finale of this show. God, I'm so fucking excited. We're finally coming to the end of season three of Otaku Street. I know. It's been it's been a it's been a long it's been a long ride. A long I think, ride. What what do, I don't know. I don't even know what we started. We started last year. Did we? Yeah. Did Remember because we took the you know end of the year hiatus. Oh yeah, yeah, true. But I think we posted it. I don't even know when I don't remember when we posted it. But jeez, man. It's been a long ride. Finally about to end on a classic and go up into the new era. But that's the talk. The future is bright, bro. This is this is good. Like I'm I'm almost sad. I'm sad that Cowboy Bebop is almost over. This is gonna be a classic season, just like how this is a classic show. I'm sad really this I'm sad that this 25 year old show <laughs> is affecting me now. I don't think I would have appreciated it as much as I watched it when I was young. Same. Mm, this has it has sentimental value now. Yeah. Like Definitely. Chris, how do you feel? Like, cause when did you first watch it? I watched it when I was like, I want to say I was like seven. Yeah, I, w- I was seven. I was in Arizona still. And uh, my my cousin had brought the tapes out and he was like, yo, cuzzo, watch, watch this first. <laughs> and uh, I, I didn't, I couldn't stop watching it. I didn't, un- some of the, obviously, kid, some of the references went over my head, but like, Everything about the show enamored me. I was like, bro, this shit is so cool. They're they're in the fucking future. They're in the spaceship. This shit mm-hmm. is so cool. Like everything about it made, made me love it. And now seeing it as an adult only makes me love it more. It makes me uh all all the gaps that I had as a kid are now filled in. And I I uh it's it's like full circle for full mm-hmm. circle for sure. My it was already my favorite anime and it just ma- makes it more now that I've seen it with you guys and experienced it this way. It's great. Oh man, this this ending is about to go crazy. Can't wait for you guys to see it. Uh, <laughs> I hope when, it was when, when do you guys plan on watching these episodes by the way? I was going to say like today but I can't. Should we yeah, watch it together? I, I'm thinking yes. Or even a, even a even a ca- uh, Zoom cast watch it together. That's what oh, I was you know what we can do? We can do uh, what's it called Netflix party. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. We can Netflix party and Zoom the last. Yeah. Let's let's plan on sometime this week. Um, I would like to do Thursday. Well, we'll we'll talk about this after the show. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. All right. Well, dude, fucking Cowboy Bebop is. Is still going strong. We're coming up on the end. Um, By the way, um, Hard Luck Woman got a nine point two five out of ten. That's so that's the full. That's the final yeah. score. Cool. Yeah, right. We're gonna we're gonna have to put a comprehensive list of grades and tweet that out for the masses. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's coming. Don't you guys worry. Uh, if you guys have been listening, hope you guys have been following along with Cowboy Bebop. And if not. Just enjoy how much we're enjoying it, because um, it has been a fucking ride. And if you the- haven't watched it with us, then you definitely should watch it at this point. Yeah, right? yeah, you're missing. Honestly, out. if you, yeah, if you're an anime fan and you haven't seen any of Cowboy Bebop, just fucking, just let it rip. Or if you just have a fucking Netflix account, goddamn it, watch it. You, yeah, you have no excuse. Everyone, everyone has somebody's Netflix. If you try to watch the original, I mean, the live action, 
and you haven't watched the animated, do yourself a just do yourself some justice was, and watch the animated one. I we guarantee do, we do someone, have to touch that. Yeah. There's the someone out there action. that's watched the live action just because it was like, oh, I like the actors in it. Um, and they watched it and they're like, oh, Cowboy Bebop is okay. It's not great. Like, no, it's it's fucking amazing. Just watch the original. Find us at Otaku Street Pod on Twitter. Or you can email us at the Otaku Street at gmail.com please do we we want to hear from you guys we see you all over the world shout out to our one listener in south korea shout out to our listeners out there in singapore shout out to our listeners in kentucky we see you guys damn it send us if there's any if there's anything that kentucky knows it's anime so we appreciate you guys <laughs> right oh man and also, all of our socials are going to be listed in the uh, description of the episode. So uh, if you are unable to rewind and go uh, go to our Twitter and our email, it'll be there. So don't you worry. Find Adam at AQ Digital, please. On His art's awesome. That. Yeah. <laughs> Adam's art is going to get us out of the hood. <laughs> <laughs> Living good. But yeah, we love you guys. We love Cowboy Bebop. We love doing this shit. So we'll be back for the uh, the finale next week. Ooh, boy! Until next time. What? Otaku Street, Street out. out.